0: Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of What Do I Have to Do? Drive a Nail Through Your Head? A uh, wonderful saying that was given to me by my father during a driving lesson. I guess he didn't like the way I was driving. So, anyhow, that was his way of saying uh, we need some improvement. So, I have geared this podcast to um, raising children and trying to do the right thing. I've done 17 shows on that, and now I'm feeling the urge to change it up a little bit and maybe talk about some topics in the news and things that happen in the world and how we're going to try to deal with them. Maybe the election coming up, could cover some of that. I just want to throw my opinion out on some of this stuff, and you know, maybe still go back to children every once in a while, but I think it would be nice just to have a different subject for a little while, and then if I think of something related to children, we'll do that. So anyhow, I think... We're going to start with what I've been watching on TV, which is a Republican convention. I did watch a little bit of the Democratic convention, too. I'm not glued to the TV set by any means during either one of these. Uh, I think it's very interesting that, you know, with the COVID crisis, all these conventions are completely different than they used to be. You know, there used to be cheering crowds and nutcases running around and People waving signs and hitting each other with the signs. Always very entertaining, at least. So I really think that watching both of them gives me an idea of what's coming up. Joe Biden appears to be, to me at least, the only choice here. um, After four years of watching Mr. Trump change what a presidency should look like and make it, the country, a laughingstock. I'm not really Republican or Democrat. I'm kind of an independent. I see good ideas on both sides. I also see terrible ideas on both sides. But watching this gentleman over the last four years has been extremely painful. I've never seen a human being lie so much and get away with it and nobody cares, especially the other Republicans in his party, who have fallen in line behind him basically the same way Hitler's people fall behind him. Uh, It was just terrible to watch some of the things that this guy has done, and yet he still gets the backing of the entire Republican Party. It's not long it's no longer the Republican Party. It's the Trump Party. And you better get in line and do what you're told. Otherwise he'll basically show up at your rally or your meeting to try to get reelected and he'll make it almost impossible for you to get reelected. Because he'll back your candidate and of course his base, which is filled with, I think, I don't know, it seems to me that his base, there's a couple of descriptions that have to be put into the application. One of them is you have to be either a fat, white, older man or a fat, white, middle-aged woman and... The other ones, the ones who just go behind them because they feel like they like to be different, are usually very limited in their education. These people also refuse to even look at other options instead of Trump's thoughts and options. He can lie to their face and they believe it. You know, I watched that Trump video when it was what three days before the election and he said you know because he's a star he can grab a woman in a very private area and get away with it and and it didn't matter these people voted for him anyways but the Democrats I think really learned a good lesson from this for or from that election in 2016 the thing that they learned was that if you don't get off your ass and vote, people like this get into the White House and completely screw things up. This guy has no leadership background. He, he never has. I mean, daddy paid for him to, you know, do everything he wanted to do. And the real estate, you know, that everybody says he was a master at was a massive failure in his life. I mean, he had five bankruptcies. I mean, how do you call this guy a, you know, masterful, you know, businessman when you have five bankruptcies? I just don't understand how people can really follow him and think that because he's a billionaire, supposedly, it's all related to, you know, his his skill and style and, and everything else. The truth is is that I've been reading books, quite a few. I, I want to recommend the one that I thought was the best. It's High Crimes and Misdemeanors by Jeffrey Toobin. Jeffrey Toobin is a lawyer, and he talks about everything in this book, uh, including the Mueller case and the mistakes he made and the uh, big mistakes he made, which a lot of people don't know about. But it's amazing to, to read this and see, you know, how this guy ended up getting away with everything because Mueller was worried about the time factor and worried about whether or not, you know, this would drag on for a year or two or whatever it might have been. So he just kind of pushed it through and ends up not being a, uh, a real truthful, you know, trial, so to speak. I think that if they had actually interviewed him in a trial sort of basis where he was under oath, it would have been laughable because he would have perjured himself so many times just because it's in his nature to lie. So I I just don't get it. I don't understand how someone who is so unpresidential can be elected and then be allowed to get away with the things he's gotten away with. You know, I'm by far not a a psycho-environmentalist, but I really think we should work on keeping the Earth, you know, at least the way it is when we got here. And, you know, for me, I've watched 58 years of, you know, things like smog and stuff like that getting worse, and I... I just don't understand why you would cut all those regulations and just completely allow you know refineries and oil companies and everything like that to dump all this air pollution into the world and you know just so they can make a higher profit. Uh, this guy is about helping his friends make more money. You know that was what the first tax cut he put into place was about. Now he'll tell you that it was for the middle class. And try to get your Trump-following ass to believe it. And the truth is is that this guy just did this for his billionaire friends and millionaire friends so that they could get tax breaks and get richer. Why the middle class actually ended up being in more trouble. And then this COVID thing comes along and this guy mismanages this so bad that we lose probably 100,000 people on his watch that you could probably blame him for because he didn't start off right away and put you know, his best foot forward or the country's best foot forward and actually attack this virus and maybe put in some things that would stop it from spreading, you know, like a national mandate to wear a mask. You know, everybody talks about it's a freedom thing. Well, freedom is not dying too. You know, you can choose to die if you want. I mean, that's okay if you really want to die, but I don't want you breathing on me because I don't want to die. So wear a mask and, you know, it's not to protect you. It's to protect everybody else. So I just think that, This era of Trump followers, they just don't care about anybody else. They just care about themselves, and they care about what Trump says. Oh, and I also started reading a book uh, called Hoax by um, Brian Seltzer, I think his name is. And I wanted to read that one because that's about Fox News. And uh, I'm actually amazed at what Fox News is and how it works. I really think that in the long run, if you read that book, I'm only three chapters into it, I think, but already I've been enlightened. Fox News caters to Donald Trump. It should be called Donald Trump TV, and that's all. Um, He is... Basically, the boss around there, he he does what he wants. He calls in to Sean Hannity and they allow him as much time as he wants. Sean Hannity has got his nose so far up Trump's butt that, you know, he'll let him say whatever he wants to say, even if it's a blatant lie. He also goes on, I don't know, the guy before that, I don't know, Tucker Carlson, and he'll just... Do the same thing. He lets them say whatever he wants to say, and most of it is bullshit. And he still says it, or still does it, and they just let him roll. Um, I also found out that these guys don't go to a studio in New York, and it's you know Fox News, and they're labeled Fox News. Um, Sean Hannity has a ten point five million dollar mansion on. Um, a, a, either a lake in Florida or on the ocean in Florida. And they made a studio for him in his mansion so that he can do all his broadcasting from that mansion. He rarely goes into the studio in um, New York. So it's most of it is done from down there. It's, you know, patched up and delivered to Fox so that they can air it that night and, you know, Trump knows when to call Hannity and, you know, when he's going to do his show, what time in the afternoon or whatever it's going to be. And during the mornings, Hannity loves to fish. So he'll go out fishing or boating or do whatever he wants to do. Now, I don't care if this guy makes a lot of money. And, you know, he's basically Fox News' money maker, so he should be paid well. But he shouldn't be you know, talking about things like I worked my way up and, you know, I don't get paid a lot. I just, you know, I'm here because I want to be here and I want to support the president when that is complete and total bullshit. Um, most of the anchors at Fox now have home studios, um, and rarely go into the, uh, office. Now, a lot of that was because of the COVID crisis and the same thing happened over at CNN. They, you know, Anderson Cooper was doing his show from his house and Jake Tapper was doing this the show from his house. And, you know, it was understandable. You know, you don't want to go in and catch COVID from someone who's been exposed to it. So uh, I'll give him a break on that. I don't think it's something terrible, but I I just wish that there was some fair news reporting on, you know, I could say all channels, but. There's two channels that really mess this up, so to speak, for the people who are trying to get information and have it be decent information that actually matters and actually is truthful. The two stations that are really lousy at it are Fox News and MSNBC. MSNBC is so far to the left that they say things that are completely out of line sometimes, um... I was listening to it, and they were talking about defunding the police, and I'm not for that at all. I think that's kind of a stupid idea, but, you know, it's what their base wants to hear, is defunding the police. So they go after that and go after it pretty hard. And, of course, Fox News is the president's sounding board, and he goes on there and says what he wants to say and It could be a blatant lie and no one calls him out on it. Hannity knows when he's lying and he could call him out on it. He could say something like, Mr. President, we all know that that's not true. And call him out on it and just say, tell us the truth. Tell us what's really going on with, you know, whatever. God, there's been so many things. So I think that between the two, it's almost ridiculous. Now, I'm a fan of CNN because CNN is more in the middle, but they do lean to the left. They are not Trump fans by any means, but a lot of that has to do with the fact that Trump was against them from the time he got into office. So um, I do like the way that they ask him hardened questions, the questions that need to be asked. Now, he'll never answer them usually. He walks away from the podium and goes in and complains about the reporter and has the reporter banned from the questioning part of the next news conference. Um, Jim Acosta was one of those people. Um, Caitlin Collins was one of those people. You know, because they ask a a tough question. There was one just about a week ago, maybe two weeks ago, who asked the president why he lies so much, and the president just refused to answer the question and went on to the next person. And even though the reporter kept pressing him, he just ignored him and went on to the next person. So it is really hard to watch for a lot of reasons. And to show you how important this guy thinks he is, he actually has taken the Republican convention and put himself on every single night so that he can be on the TV every single night instead of having, you know, someone from, you know, whatever part of the country has been benefiting by something that Trump has done, which I don't know. I heard a lot of farmers being interviewed on a TV program and, these farmers were so mad at what has happened in, you know, their world. And, you know, the money that Trump has given out to the farmers to help keep them alive, so to speak, is not enough. And these guys are losing money right and left, and they're wondering if they're going to be able to keep their family farm. And there's a good chance that it'll be bought up by one of the those huge conglomerates that run farms and... and have thousands and thousands of acres. Um, One of the things they said in there is that there are foreign countries that own farmland in the United States that is the size of Ohio. So if it's the size of Ohio, I think really we have to look at the big picture here. And if those foreign people that own that land, which is mostly Chinese, before we know it, we're going to be buying our grain and corn from the Chinese, and they'll sell it back to us, even though it was grown in our country. So think about that for a second. And this is all because of what he's doing in his tariffs to China. It took 20 years to get to the point where farmers could sell to the Chinese and help feed their country and make some money off of it. Now, because he's so against China and he's put all these tariffs in and the Chinese are now buying everything from, what did they say? Was it Brazil, I think? I'm not sure. One of the countries in South America, um, I'm pretty sure, is where they're buying all their grain and wheat and probably... I don't know if they buy corn a lot, but, you know, it's it's amazing to watch. So please remember that when you're watching this gentleman talk, I have a hard time calling him the president because it just bothers me, the, <laughs> the thought that this guy made it to the presidency. When you're watching this guy, fact-check him. Make sure that what he's saying is real and is truthful. Don't just take what he says as being you know the the absolute word of you know I don't want to say god but the way he talks sometimes he thinks he is god so look up things try to you know get yourself educated enough where you know if he's saying something that is a lie and don't blindly trust somebody. That is the worst thing you can do in the world. is blindly trust somebody, because you don't know what their method is or what their madness is. And some of them, Trump would not ever hang out with the people that he has got in his base. If he went to back home to New York, or back to Florida in his you know his house in Florida, his Mar-a-Lago, the big mansion down there. And those people showed up to say, you know, hey, we miss you, and we're here to see you, and, you know, hey, can we come in and have a big party? He would send them packing so fast because they are not good enough to be his friend. And, you know, that's that's just wrong. So I think that if someone like Trump can do that and then just make it, you know impossible for his base to get back to him and you know actually do something with him it's it's just wrong i mean it's just really wrong and i i want to i want to believe that he's trying but i'm having a hard time because he is I don't know. The books I've read, the things that I've seen, it it just makes me believe that this guy is interested in one thing, and that's himself. And his, you know, he's saying things about Joe Biden that are so untrue. And the Democratic Party is trying to stay above this level of, you know, ridiculousness. And so far, I think they've been doing a pretty good job, but we still got i don't know what it is 67 days or something like that till the election this is going to get uglier and uglier and by the time it's election time i hope that almost everybody goes out to vote because it really will be a uh, an important election it it has to be an important election because if he gets four more years, this country could end up being a uh, not a democracy anymore. It could be a dictatorship. And I'm not kidding. It's getting to that point already where people are blindly doing what he says, even though they know it's wrong. During the press or, or during the convention last night, Mike Pompeo spoke from Israel about how great Trump was during a rally, basically. This is during um, a uh, campaign, and he spoke while he was on the job. The job he has is supposed to be nonpartisan. He actually broke the law by doing that. And if they wanted to go after him, they could because he broke. I think it's called the emollients Charge. The I can't, I'm not sure. I'm not going to say it because I, I'm not positive of what it is. So, it, it's just, it's just amazing that they just blindly follow him. I mean, why doesn't somebody say it? You know, Mr. President, it's inappropriate for me to talk about your presidency because if I do, you know, that is a Violation of the law, and they could bring me up on charges. But obviously, this guy doesn't care about that stuff, and they blindly follow him and they do what he says. Because if they don't do what he says, he fires them and he replaces them with someone else who has less and less. He's just running out of good people because he goes through people right and left, and it's getting down to the barrel. I mean, The head of the FBI, what the hell is his name, Bill Barr, is absolutely ridiculous and terrible at his job. I mean, he is is so pro-Trump that people are getting away with crimes because he's going in and telling the prosecutors to lighten up on the charges because he doesn't think that the person deserves jail time, even though the person obviously deserves jail time. So, it's it's just sad. I want people to know this stuff. Um, also, I'm gonna plug that book again, uh, High Crimes and Misdemeanors by Jeffrey Tubin, and the book Hoax by Brian Setzer. It's both of them are good. Um, they will give you a real good idea of the book. High Crimes and Misdemeanors will really give you a good idea of what it was like to be involved in the Mueller case and also some of the other things that Trump has done that basically are illegal. Um, Jeffrey Tubin is a lawyer, like I said, and he knows what's legal and what's not legal, and he has studied constitutional law and knows it very well and can actually point out many, many things that this... Gentlemen, has done that are against the rules. So I think that it's time that, you know, the re the election comes along. I really think you're going to see one thing or the other. You're going to see a landslide for Biden because people are so tired of listening to Trump lie, or you're going to see a tight race that will be decided by the mail and ballots which, of course, then Trump is going to say is a hoax and a fake election and that he should still be president. And I swear to God, I think they're going to have to drag this guy out by his, you know, shirt tail and and just to get him out, out of the president's office, you know, out of the Oval Office. And it's... I want to be there, really. I want to see that because I think it'll be pretty entertaining. Anyway, so I went off. I'm done going off, I hope, about this. I just want you to be educated when you go in and vote. Read. Listen to some of the TV shows on other networks. Try to get an idea of what these people mean and what they do. What Biden has done and what he has said, what what Trump has said, things that he's done. Be aware of what these people are doing and what they're going to do, and try to remember that, you know, this world needs diversity and it needs it bad. The Republican Party is the white guy party, in my opinion, and the Democratic Party kind of allows everybody in. So, is that always the way it is? Probably not, but it sure seems that way. So... Alright, off my rant, just want to say I hope you enjoyed this a little bit, and maybe the next time we'll talk about something else, try to get together with my brain and put out something that I think you'll like. This was something that I just had to say, so anyhow, I hope you guys have a great day, I'll try to do one a little sooner, this was... A long and hard decision to make about going into talking about the news of the day and everything of that nature, but I felt like it was time, and I may stick with it, or I may venture off again into children and and making sure that people know how to raise children properly. It just depends upon my mood. So obviously my mood wasn't so good today. So, all right, well, I'll talk to you later. I hope you have a great day. Take care. Bye.